0: welcome to another episode of what is life story time with x i am your host christina lucille but you can call me x on today's episode we are going to be talking about shitty roommates and if you're one of my previous roommates and you came here for my clickbaity title don't worry i'm not talking shit about you in this episode, but I'm glad you came. <laughs> um, I actually did not have a horrible experience with roommates. I'm just going to talk about my pet peeves when it comes to money, bills, cleaning, people eating your food, getting involved in your business. Those are the topics of discussion on this episode and ultimately what lessons I learned while having roommates and how I came to the conclusion that living on your own is just best so stay tuned oh and I had a fun idea what if we make our own hashtag for this podcast and call it what is life Wednesday what do you think let me know in my dms in my comments (laughs) anyway let's move along so before we move on to the topics of this episode i totally forgot to talk about the animals that i acquired while i was moving house to house and i want to give you a little backstory on this so while i was growing up i was never used to being alone i always had my mom around and if i didn't she made sure someone was always home with me so this woman hustled. I mean, my mom always had two to three jobs at a time. She worked 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. weekends, nights, like whatever she had to do to provide a roof over our head. And because of that, now what I'm about to say sounds a lot worse than what it is, but don't get your dirty minds active because nothing like that. In junior high and high school, I had these two guy best friends that we did everything together and my mom used to let them come sleep over on the weekends because um, she didn't want me to be alone and she always allowed these boys to be at the house when she wasn't there because she didn't want me to be by myself sounds crazier than what it actually is but i had a lot of fun and i was not used to being by myself so when i moved into the t's house I was not allowed to have any pets. They didn't have cats. They didn't have dogs. So I was like, uh, can I settle on a fish? (laughs) So I went to my local pet store. I got this beautiful red and like blue betta fish. I couldn't decide whether I was going to name him Peter or Gary. So I named him Peter Gary. But anyway, Peter Gary was my ride-or-die little man everywhere I went. Every time I had to pack my shit up and move to another house, there he was in the front seat, strapped in with the seatbelt, ready to go with me to my new spot. And I was so sad when he passed away because that was my little man. The next one was my little cat, Kabuki. I got her when one of my roommates was going on vacation I was really freaking out about being by myself in this home we did not live in the best neighborhood so I went to my local uh pet shelter and I adopted Kabuki and you guys she's literally been my best friend for 12 years now later on in the story I will give you a little bit further detail to why I love her so much but um yeah anyway let's move on to Bill's So the first topic we're going to talk about is bills. And I think this is the biggest topic that can probably hinder your roommate situation, your friendship. I am so thankful and blessed that money did not become a problem or an issue or a divide with my friends because I did live with two of my friends. I did not find somebody random on Craigslist. But anyway, um, thankfully, my roommates were very responsible and I never had a problem with them paying the bills on time there was things that in some instances i didn't necessarily find fair like when i was living with g bear um we went out we sought out a two-bedroom two-bath apartment and we ended up um dividing all the bills amongst each other however the rent i didn't find a little fair um we They got the master, obviously, because they're a couple. Makes sense. I got the smaller room. But instead of dividing the entire rent by the three of us, they decided to split the rent by bedroom and then split the rent between themselves, which I did not find fair whatsoever. I did make a little bit more money than them but not enough to I feel make this justifiable especially because they kept trying to convince my boyfriend to move in at the time and him and I were definitely not in a good place where that would be the best thing for me mentally and at that point they were like come on we'll split the rent four ways and it'll be the cheapest rent ever and I'm like oh now you want to split it four ways no like what if I just split my portion between him and I because that's what you guys did but anyway wasn't the biggest deal I didn't make a big stink about it but it was still something that I absolutely to this day I don't understand the logic behind that um when I live with Jay same thing we went out and saw an apartment that we loved. We split the bills we split the the rent. Um, one thing that we did not see eye to eye was cables so I grew up without the luxury of cable, so this was just not a necessity that I felt was important in my life at the time, but she really needed it, and I was understanding. However, I couldn't afford it, so what ended up happening was we she had a friend that worked for a company. We got this amazing deal on this cable package, and we ended up dividing it between me, her, and her mom. Um but unfortunately after two weeks, I never saw Jay. Like Jay just never showed up to the house again unless it was like when her boyfriend was out of town, but I, I rarely, rarely got to see her. So what we ended up doing, which I find fair is that, um, I no longer had Jay pay for any of the utilities except for the cable because she really absolutely wanted that. Um, but no water, no gas, no like electric. I just, found it, like, kind of pointless to charge her or make her pay half the bill when she was never there. And I didn't find the one to two times that she would be there to shower, like, relevant enough for her to have to pay these bills. So in my side, like, I think that that was a fair and justible thing to do. Like, how can you expect to make somebody pay this when they're never using it? Now, the cable, I was like, sorry, you wanted that. Like, I that was something that I did not want to agree to, but did on your behalf. So I think that was the only thing that we had a little, not, not even a tiff about, I don't even care. Like we didn't fight at all. Thankfully, I got really lucky that, um, this move did not cause a divide in our friendship or anything like that. However, let me tell you about my phone bill. So (laughs) I started dating this guy when I was 14 years old, uh, to the time I was 18 years old. We were together for four years. He was my high school sweetheart. He was a little bit older than me. So, um, I started paying for my phone bill very early on in life. Um, and we were on this contract together, but when we broke up, I was like, trying to get into the police department, trying to, you know, apply to these places. And I didn't want to go through the hassle of changing my phone number. Me and my ex had a really good relationship. Um, so we decided to stay in this contract together up until I was 21 years old because my biggest pet peeve that I could not understand was that I would take my happy ass to T-Mobile every single month to pay my portion of the bill on time. And this boy sometimes would forget to pay the bill or didn't have the money in time. And it was so annoying because at the time I lived very far away from my home. I would get off of work at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Driving across the damn valley with no cell phone. And I used to get so annoyed. And I was like, I don't understand how you're the older one. Why can't you pay your damn bill on time? Like I think if anything makes somebody a shitty roommate, this is it. Like just pay your shit on time. Why do I gotta suffer whether the lights go out or my phone's not working or I can't shower because your ass forgot to pay a bill? Like, just don't do it. The next thing I want to talk about is probably one of my biggest pet peeves, and that is eating someone else's food. Nothing bothers me more about having a roommate Then when you come home and you go into your kitchen cabinet and you're expecting to eat this lovely thing that you've been craving all day and boom, it's gone. It's not even there. Nothing annoys the crap out of me more than that. Why can't you just ask? Why can't you just give me a morning? Till this day, this is something that really bothers me. I always get mad at my husband if he cleans out the fridge, like even if it's expired. Can you just send me a courtesy text and let me know? Don't let me be at work all day craving this damn food. I'm excited and I get home. like I'm going to cook this or I'm going to snack on this. And then I open the cabinet and, and it's gone, gone. And no one ever told me like that annoys me. So much. So, going back to the roommates, you guys, I, oh my God, the female that I lived with annoyed me so much when it came to this. My Bear was good to me. He never ate my food without asking me or anything like that. But that is probably one of my biggest pet peeves. And so, one day, this girl had the nerve. I don't remember what it was. So, let's just say it was wheat thins. I had some wheat thins in the cabinet. And she ate them. She didn't ask me. She just ate them. So when I confronted her about it, like, hey, female, why did you, like, where are my wheat thins? Oh, I ate them. Okay. Like, can you just be at least courteous enough to one, let me know next time and two, replace it? Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. So they go to the store. She buys me more wheat thins. Lo and behold, I'm looking for them a couple days later. And I'm like, yo, female where are the Wheat Thins that you bought me? And she goes, oh, I ate those too. And I'm like, are you kidding me again? Like, hold up. First of all, you didn't ask me the first time if you can have them. And I asked you to kindly let me know, but you didn't. Then you go and be courteous this time and you buy me some and then you ate those too? But once again, failed to disclose this information? Like what the hell is wrong with people? I never had this situation with Jay, thankfully, because one, Jay was never home. And two, Jay was on this crazy health kick. Her new boyfriend and her were like very into fitness, very into health. At this point in my life, I was not. I was not on that level. I still was in my la la land, dreaming and eating everything all the cupcakes, all the chips, all the Fritos, all the Doritos, like everything that I wanted. So I didn't have a problem with that. But with this couple, Oh my God, I used to buy things that I knew they weren't going to eat like, so they wouldn't eat it. But that is probably my next like biggest thing about having roommates and what I hated about having roommates and sometimes still argue with my husband. Like, just let me know. Just ask me for permission. God damn it. <laughs> All right, y'all. The next topic is a little shocking to me and that is cleanliness. My mom, I remember when we were living together, used to always Saturday morning, 6 a.m., blast this damn Studio 54 like movie album on the radio and I just knew it was time to clean. My mom was, if I did not clean my room, she would clean it for me and she would throw shit out. So I thought growing up, I was a super clean person. Like, I always thought, you know, I'm pretty good at this, right? Wrong. So, when I moved in with the T's, I, um, my best friend's little brother, and I call him my brother now, so that's what we're going to title him, my brother, they were very clean. And I mean, they kept this house pristine. I guess my cleanliness was not up to my little brother's standards. And this boy every morning would come into my room and start sweeping while I was asleep and I would wake up and I'd be like brother I got it like it's okay I will clean up and he's like no 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 you don't do it right like, I'm like what like it's my room I'm sorry like I'll clean it and he's like no you don't clean it to like my liking and I'm like what same thing when I lived with G-Bear G bear told me the exact same thing like here i thought i was a super clean clean person and i'm like uh what the hell like why does G bear think i'm dirty like why is my cleanliness not up to these boys standards they're boys like what is going on here so flash forward to my husband all right guys i'm not gonna lie to you when i first moved in with my husband one he had never lived on his own I've lived on my own since I was 18. So I know what it's like to run a household. He does not. His family, like mother, sister, took really good care of him. So they always, you know, cooked, cleaned, did his laundry. Like, I don't really know to the extent how much he helped out around the house because Ida was not here. However, I was really scared when I was moving in with him because I was like, oh my god, I'm going to be basically taking care of a man child because he's never done, like lived on his own. Um... I was so wrong. There, while living with my husband, there has been some adjustments that had to be made. Okay, first thing, dishwashing. I always was a dishwasher. I never owned an actual dishwasher. So to me, like I hand wash all my dishes, but I would wait for like this. I would always wash them as I would eat because I never liked uh, dishes in the sink. However, when I moved into the house with him, we have a dishwasher now. It always smelled like if you would preload it, it always had a stench and I hated it. So I was like, ugh, no, I'm just gonna like hand wash them myself. Then I realized how much water it actually wastes. And now that we're paying for it, like, mm, I'm not trying to pay this big old bill. So um, I decided, okay, I will forego hand washing my dishes and I'll start using this fancy ass dishwasher. Well, I didn't like that it you know, smelled like when you would preload it. So I don't know what has happened since that it doesn't smell, but now any little dish in the sink, my husband always like tells the pugs, why can't your mom load the dishwasher? Why does she leave her dishes in the sink? And I'm here like, I'm not a dirty person. Like I just don't want to load the dishwasher until there's enough dishes in the sink. Like why do I have to load every single dish by its damn self? And then I will feel like an at-home accomplished housewife. Mind you, I work only three days a week, so I have four days off. So I'm at home feeling like an accomplished housewife because I'll sweep, I'll mop, I'll wipe everything down. And then when my husband wakes up from his nap, because he works night shift, I see this mofo wiping everything down, sweeping again, vacuuming, and I'm looking at him like, uh, I cleaned. What are you doing? And he's like, what do you mean you cleaned? You cleaned? Like, what did you clean? (laughs) So offended because I'm like, it looks clean to me. Like, what the hell? Here I thought, like, as a female, as a woman, I am personally victimized by this. I feel so offended that here I thought I was this clean person and apparently I'm not meeting any of these boys' standards. Not one of them. So the next topic is... Do you or do you not get involved in your roommates or even friends in general relationships? So here's the situation. G-Bear and his girlfriend had a pretty healthy relationship from what I could see on the outside. Like I've never seen two people who are happy and like get along and like don't argue, don't fight. Because like you said, you never know anybody until... Like, you live with him, and I got to know them pretty well and I never saw one ounce of toxicity. Me, on the other hand, I've had several toxic relationships to the point where I could look back and be like, girl, did you love yourself? Like, really, did you love yourself? So um, here's the the situation at hand. So this girl worked at a coffee shop and her boss happened to be her best guy friend. Now, from experience, I have a best a guy best friend and I've had multiple guy friends throughout my life still to this day. I just gravitate towards guys um, better and like, I don't know, I feel like they're just easier to get along with. So I do believe that you can have a strictly platonic relationship with the opposite sex and there's like no deeper thing going on. So and I would hope that cheating never occurred, but there were some signs. So anyway, here's a story about how this girl threw me under the bus. All right, so one day the circus was in town, and I know that my girl roommate really, really wanted to go. Unfortunately, G-Bear in this time in his life was not in the very, like, good place. Um, I think we all kind of felt it like we were all working full time, not really going to school, living on our own. Like, I think we all kind of felt like, what the hell are we doing with our lives? Um, and he ended up having a seizure. So he lost his license for about six months. So I was driving him everywhere. So one day he asked me if I can take you, uh, to take him to work. So I said yes, and I asked his girlfriend, do you want to come with me to the mall? Because she was at home, not really doing anything. And I was like, I'm going to go to Aeropostale. There's a sale on socks, and you got like, I don't know, I want to say it was like 10 pairs of socks for like five bucks. Like, what a deal. And I was like, and I'll give you some of my socks because I don't need all of them. And she was like, yeah, sure, cool, that sounds fun. So here we go. We're all in the car. We're driving to drop um, G-Bear off at work drop him off, and now I'm headed back towards the mall while the circus is across the street. And she goes, hey, can you actually just drop me off here with my friend? I'm going to go to the circus. And I turn around, I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Like, does G-Bear know that you're going to the circus? And she made it seem like he knew. And I was like, "Uh, okay, like, why didn't she just tell me that she was going to the circus, like instead of making it seem like she was going to come hang out with me at the mall. So I drop her off, I go to the mall, I buy my stuff, whatever. Days later, I see um in our living room that there's these like circus animal hats, like one's a tiger, one's a giraffe. They're like funky looking hats. I don't know where they came from because they weren't there like the day after or like the night of. They showed up a couple days later. So I kind of paid no attention to them. So one day we're all hanging out. I'm cooking in the kitchen. Jeebra's in the living room with his girlfriend and she's playing with the hats and she's like putting them on his head and like basically irritating him with the hats. And he goes, where did these come from? And she goes, the circus. And he asked me like, oh, Christina, you went to the circus. And I was like, no, what the hell? Like I didn't go to the circus. And the girlfriend goes, no. I went with my boss and G-Bear was like, he was so dumbfounded. He was like, excuse me, like what? And she goes, yeah, Christina knew. And then he looks at me and I look at her, at them and I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, no, this BITCA should not just throw me under the bus. And he was so mad, but all he did was shake his head. He got up and he walked to the room she looked defeated. She looked up at me and she's like, you see how he treats me? And I'm like, are you kidding me? What do you mean do I see how he treats you? Like that was the nicest, most grown up way to walk away from this conversation. He could have thrown those things across the room. He could have cussed you out. He could have yelled at you. Like he could have done a numerous amount of things. Like you lied to him and you lied to me. And then you try to throw me under the bus acting like I knew this whole time. Like what the hell? So I'm like, you know, at this point I stayed out of it. I wanted nothing to do with it because I was like, I'm not trying to get involved. This is none of my business. But now I'm like, I should have said something. I should have spoke up sooner because my loyalty is to my friend. I have no loyalty to her. The awkward part is that I live with both of them. So like by me saying something, I'll betray one of them. But now I'm like, uh uh-uh, you did my man dirty. Like hopefully nothing was going on. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you get involved or do you stay out of it? Before we dive into the next topic, I do want to put a trigger warning for suicide, depression, and anxiety. If you have any of these or are suffering from any of these, please exit the podcast now and seek the most appropriate help for your situation. Thank you for listening. Okay, so one more topic before we get into the actual like what I learned from this whole situation. So, One thing I will say about having roommates that I absolutely loved and did miss when I was living on my own um, years ago was having someone to come home to, having someone to talk to, to confide in, and like just make you feel like you weren't lonely. Um, I will say that I do love having my space. Like I lived by myself for eight years, absolutely loved it. Um, I still think it's the best thing just because of the type of person I am, but having someone to come home to especially in a really hard time in your life is what's going to lead me to my next topic and like my huge lesson on roommates and just life in general because g-bear said some real shit to me that really actually hurt my feelings at the time but it actually helped me a lot when i realized this situation so when i was living with g-bear i was in this relationship It was probably the worst year mentally of my life. I was super depressed. So I'm not going to go too much into the relationship with this religious guy that I was with. But I basically started dating this guy that was super religious. I like really liked him. He presented himself as something that he was not. And he emotionally used to be very abusive. And I like back then I'm like what the hell did you not love yourself? Like why was I so stupid? I don't know. But Basically he would play with my mind a lot uh ended up cheating on me but during this time like I was crying in my room 8 hours a day you guys like I was just so in love with the idea of this relationship working out that I didn't see it for what it was and like I just stayed in this relationship and I was so depressed and I was miserable freaking miserable I'm kidding you not crying in my room 8 hours a day Um, By the way, this is where I get Kabuki. So like I said earlier in the story, um, I was not used to ever being by myself or like sleeping alone. So G-Bear actually had went to um, on a trip. I think they were gone for like a week or two. And I was so lonely. So I ended up adopting this little kitty kitty named Kabuki. She's my ride or die lovely baby girl. Um, I've had her 12 years now. And during this time, you guys, when I was depressed and crying in my room, Kabuki would sit on my chest and and lick my tears. Like I felt like she was there for me so much. But anyway, let's get into the story. So at the time, prior to being into the medical field, I was on birth control and I had been on birth control for, I want to say about four years now, when all of a sudden I didn't get a menstrual cycle. I usually get my menstrual cycle on Monday, and here comes Wednesday, and I didn't get one. I was having some pain um, in my lower, like, abdomen. I didn't know what was going on. I was scared. I talked to my doctor about it, and she ended up sending me to get this ultrasound. I had told everybody at work that I was getting this ultrasound. My boyfriend at the time, we were not in a good place, but he was not in a good place in his life either. So, like I said, I go get this ultrasound. I was not told that I was supposed to drink, like, 32 ounces of water prior to go getting the ultrasound. So, I sat there. I have a weak bladder, a really weak bladder. Like, I pee all the time. So, I was downing this water and could not hold it. And they made me wait. And I was like, I just, I can't take it anymore. Like, this is too much water to drink. I can't do that. So, they were like, okay, well, we have the option of probing you. And I was like, uh, what? Like, okay. So, I'm by myself. I'm like 21 at the time. I don't know what this like what this means. So I go into this room and I straight up felt violated. But I didn't like I knew I wasn't being violated. Like there was a female in the room. The technician that was doing the ultrasound was a male. But I think emotionally, one, I was severely depressed. Two, I was not mentally prepared to be probed that day. And when I left, I was just a mess. Like I just I felt like I had just been raped and I, I knew that's not what happened. Like, I knew that wasn't going on. But I don't know. Mentally, I just felt really, really sad. Nobody called me. My boyfriend didn't call me to see how it went, how I was doing. Nothing. The only person that called me was one of my coworkers who ap- actually happened to... How did I just say? Who actually happened to be in Colorado um at the time because she was visiting family. Other than that, I felt one violated two by myself lonely I felt like nobody cared about me especially my boyfriend like where the hell was he how come he didn't call me and so I'm laying down on the floor crying in our living room like playing with my cat and g walks in and he's like what's wrong and I was like I'm really sad I'm really depressed like I went for this ultrasound I feel violated and nobody called me to see how I was doing and it's just like really messed up So I'm expressing to him how I was like really butthurt that nobody cared to call me except for my one friend that was in Colorado and he straight up looked at me and said people are busy babe nobody is gonna stop their life for you and I sat there with my mouth like drop like what the hell did this mofo just say to me like that is the rudest shit but then I had this major epiphany in my life at this time I was severely depressed I was not suicidal but sadly at this point in my life I just didn't care to live anymore like I never did anything to try to hurt myself but like if I were to die the next day I seriously wouldn't have cared like that's how mentally messed up I was so when he told me this as shitty as it sounds it actually reminded me do you remember when you're a kid and you're spinning around in circles and circles and circles and you fall and you hit the ground everything is still spinning That is life just because like, okay, let me say this correctly. And I ended up getting this saying tattooed on my, um, on my side. The earth doesn't stop spinning just because you hit the ground. And that was a major life changing moment for me. As shitty as what he said sounded, he's right. Just because I'm depressed, just because I'm sad, just because I'm in this moment, in this hardship in my life, doesn't mean that people are going to stop living their lives to come to me. Doesn't mean that the world is going to stop because I chose to stop. And like I said, even though I wasn't suicidal at the time, it made me realize that people and their life And kill themselves because of the hardships that they don't want to face. Because they feel lonely and they feel a certain way about their life. And unfortunately, by you taking yourself out of this world, it doesn't solve anything. It leaves your family hurt. It leaves them confused. But people still continue to live their life. So I got that saying. Like, I made this saying up. The earth doesn't stop spinning Just because you hit the ground. And I got it tattooed on my side, like I said. And that's the lesson. Like, as a kid, you're literally spinning in circles, just like your life. Your life feels like it's going into shambles. You fall to the ground. And even though you're stable on the ground, the ground keeps moving. I don't know if you guys resonate with that. I don't know if this makes sense to you, but it makes sense to me. And I thank G Bear so much for opening my eyes to this because it has made me realize that even when you're in your lowest point or you feel alone, it is up to you to pull yourself out of this. Like you shouldn't have to depend on other people. Your life is what you make it. And this is one moment that I chose in my life. I'm not gonna be sad, I'm not gonna be depressed anymore. I am going to be happy because I deserve to be happy. Oh, sorry, such a rough topic. Okay, moving on to happier things. So why I came to the conclusion that living alone is best is sometimes I would come home to my house with g bear and he'd be throwing a party a party that i wasn't even invited to thankfully we had all the same friends so it's not like there were strangers up in my house but i would at least like a courtesy like heads up like hey i'm having people over just in case i had like school or work early the next morning but anyway um having roommates was definitely fun we had a lot of fun um but I think just living alone is best. Not having to stress about the other person having to pay the bills on time or like who they're bringing over to your house, if stuff's getting stolen, if your food's getting eaten. Like, I don't know. After having a few roommates, like I'm thankful that I never had a shitty experience. I'm thankful that I had great relationships with my roommates and they were awesome. Um, I'm just more like into... Just going to the beat of my own drum. Like, I get to come home whenever I want and not disturb anybody. I could play the TV as loud as I want. I can do whatever I want throughout the day without having to worry about, like, another person. Um, Obviously, now that I'm married and have a husband, like, we had to make some adjustments living together. Thankfully, it's been super, super easy, you guys. I don't know how I got so lucky with my, my husband and, like, my marriage. Um, But anyway... Uh this concludes this episode and let's see what will we talk about next week. Okay, so from looking at my list of podcast ideas, I think we're going to go ahead and jump into cheating. Um, and that'll lead me into my crazy ass dating stories, which ultimately led me to the most embarrassing moment in my life. So I have this all planned out for you guys. So I will see you next week. Hopefully make you smile again and have a lovely day. Bye. Oh my God. And I forgot to ask, can you guys please leave a comment or a rating, let me know how I'm doing on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to me on. It'll make my day. I love hearing your feedback. I love getting your DMs, your text messages, but to help the podcast out and keep it going, can you please just leave a rating and a comment? Thank you so much. Love you. Bye.